What's up, what's up, what's up? Hey, my beautiful people. This is your host with the most tough tiff. And I want to thank you for joining me today on a brand new episode of Tell Tough Tiff all about it. I was gone for a couple weeks. I took a fall break and I tell you, I feel so much better. Like I tell you all the time, it's very important to have some me time because you can't be good for anyone else if you're not good to yourself first. So please remember to always take time out for yourself. But I'm telling you today, we have an awesome show because we're actually doing a follow-up from the last Tell Tough Tiff all about it. I don't know if you remember the question, but I will refresh your memory. But before we get into the questions, how are you doing? I mean, be honest with me. How are you really doing? I hope everyone is doing well, taking care of themselves. And make sure that you always start off your day thanking God. Thank God for his grace and for his mercy. Thank God for just another opportunity to enjoy this thing we call life. And yes, life have a lot of ups and downs and highs and lows, but the good thing is, it's still a blessing. So enjoy the blessing of life and enjoy all of the things that God has in store for you. Okay? All right. So today we are celebrating National Horror Movie Day today. Yes, you heard me right. Today we are celebrating National Horror Movie Day. So for all of you who enjoy scary and spooky and creepy type movies, this is your day. So either pick a good movie on Netflix or cable or go to your favorite movie theater. Make sure you get all of the snacks that you enjoy, like popcorn, nachos, hot dogs, your favorite beverage and enjoy a good horror flick, okay? And this is another way to get ready for Halloween because Halloween is right around the corner. Yes, just think, Halloween is next week. So get ready. So today on Tell Tough Tiff All About It, we're going to follow up from the previous question that I ended the show with the last time because it was a tough question and I was telling you I really had to put my thinking cap on for this one so if you are ready let's get on the freeway of love so let's buckle up let's adjust our mirrors let's make sure we're comfortable and let's gradually merge on the expressway Because that's one thing about relationships. You have to gradually get into it. You don't want to push anything. You don't want to force anything. You don't even want to rush anything. You want to take your time to get acquainted and to get to know the person. So that's what we're doing. We're going to merge onto the freeway of love. And be careful when you're switching lanes. You don't want to switch lanes too fast. And you got to make sure that you look on both sides because it could be your blind side and then you can hit another vehicle. And that's just how it is in relationships. You got to be careful. You don't want to go into a relationship blindfolded, not thinking, not paying attention to the red flags because there are red flags in relationships that you definitely need to pay attention to. Don't think, oh, she's just concerned about me. She just want to make sure I'm okay. Or, oh, he just, he just misses me. No, these are red flags. You got to make sure that the person 
is not jealous. You got to make sure the person is not a control freak. You got to make sure this person doesn't have trust issues because if they had issues in their previous relationship, sometimes people carry those same issues from a previous relationship to the new relationship. And now you're going to be the problem because everybody else that hurt them, they think, it's, it's the same situation. So you got to think about all of those things. Pay attention to the red flags. You got to ask yourself, do this person always want to be with you? They don't give you no space. That's another red flag. So these are some of the things that you want to pay attention to. And also you want to watch the people that like to abuse you. It doesn't matter if it's emotional, physical, spiritual, verbal, You want to watch out for those red flags. Don't ignore them. Don't think, oh, I can change them. Because that's one thing you can't do in a relationship. You can't change anyone. A person has to make a decision that they want to be better and do better. So please, let's pay attention. So here we go. We're going on the freeway of love. And we're going to see if we can find our special person. Or that special person can find us. Or we can reestablish and better the relationship that we have now because there's always ways to make your relationship better the one that you're currently in but if you're seeking or looking for a new love let's hit the freeway of love all right here we go all right let me get this question back up because i want to refresh your memory and maybe some of you maybe didn't hear the last show so you want to find out what we're talking about So here we go. Let me bring up this question because this was a good one. All right, let's put our thinking caps on because I need you to help me on this one, ladies and gentlemen. So here we go. Now, this young lady, she's from Kentucky. So shout out to all my Kentucky listeners. I love it. I appreciate all of you. But this is her question. She said that she had just bought her dream home. And you can imagine she bought our dream home. She's excited. She's, you know, probably fixing up and remodeling, getting things in order. But she also said she's in a new relationship. She only been with this young man for a few months, so it's still brand new. So she didn't feel comfortable yet having him spending the night to her house or staying over because she said everything is still new. They're still learning about each other. They're in the beginning stages of the relationship. So I get that. I understand that. But that's not even an issue here, ladies and gentlemen. It's not about the new guy, okay? It's not even about the house. This is something I've never had anyone ask me before. And like I say, I'm I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to point my fingers. I'm not here to do any of that because I'm just here to help you out. And like I say, I'm no doctor. I'm no expert. I'm just giving you advice and tips based on my own personal experiences and life experiences that I've been through. And hopefully, based on my own personal experiences, it will help you on your journey to find love or to make your relationship better. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) here we go. Now, this is for grown folks, okay? This is a grown folks show. So please, any young people, Please tell them to exit the room because I don't want to say anything that might not be appropriate. Okay, but this is for grown folks. Okay, all right. So, this young lady from Kentucky now, she said in her new home, 
she has been experiencing some things, okay? And some of the things that she's been experiencing is she said that she have a ghost. Yes, she says she have a ghost. And the ghost is not necessarily like hunting her. But then again, it is hunting her. But it's hunting her in a way that we're not used to. You know, when you think of ghosts, you think, okay, they hunting your house trying to scare you. But in this case, she said the ghost is making love to her. Yes, you heard me right. Girlfriend said the ghost is making love to her. And she don't know what to do. So she's saying, should I let my boyfriend stay over? Or what should I do? So she reached out to your girl, Tough Tiff. So I had to put my thinking cap on for this one because, you know, it's just so many different things that you can take from this. And then there's so many questions that I want to ask her. So I really hope that she will follow back up with me and let me know what happened. Because a lot of times, you know, I don't find out. And then there's times I do find out, you know, people do write me back and give me, you know, an update on their situation. So I really do appreciate when you do follow up after I give you advice. I want to know what happened. So please, young lady from Kentucky, please give me a follow up because I definitely want to know what happened in this situation. But anyway, this is what I would recommend that you should do. Okay, there's a couple of things I want to ask you first, and I want you to be honest about it. Are you sure that you are wide awake when you are experiencing this spiritual encounter? You sure you're not dreaming, asleep, fantasizing, daydreaming? Because maybe you might be dreaming this, or fantasizing this, okay? That's something I just want you to think about. Then I was saying, can you unconsciously maybe be pleasuring yourself? I mean, I'm just I'm just asking. I'm not judging you, not judging you at all. I'm just asking a question. Could it be possible that you could be in a deep sleep and maybe you are pleasuring yourself? And that's why you feel that this could be some sort of spiritual encounter. Now, if you are wide awake and you very alert of everything that's going on around you and you are still feeling some sort of spiritual encounter, then that's different. So in that case, this is what I would recommend that you do. I would definitely have the new boyfriend stay over for a few days. And if you don't feel comfortable with him staying in the bed with you, that's fine. I definitely understand that. <clears throat> but you can always ask him to sleep on the couch or maybe if you have a guest room. Just give it a few days and see if you still have this spiritual encounter. Because I'm trying to figure out if this is a ghost are you feeling something? I mean, is there some kind of physical act that's going on? Is there some sort of penetration that's going on? So this is really blowing my mind. I have so many questions. So that's why I'm really asking, 
for you to please follow up and let me know. But I will try that first. Ask if your boyfriend can maybe stay over for a few days and don't tell him what's going on because you don't want him to run away thinking you cuckoo and crazy. So I wouldn't tell him that. Just say, you know what? I just was, you know, hoping that maybe you could stay over a few days, you know, until I feel comfortable being in the house by myself. You could, you know, bring it to him like that. You know, just tell him, you know, don't get too comfortable. I don't want you thinking you could keep a toothbrush at my house and, a, you know, a pair of clothes. You know, so let him know it's just for a few days. And then after that, you know, I'll be okay. But try that. After he stay over for a few days and you still having some sort of spiritual encounter, then you might need to go with the next thing. Maybe get a minister to come over and, you know, maybe bless your house or get someone that might do an exorcist, you know, and see what's going on. Because... Is that a good thing that you're experiencing? To me, I would think that might not be such a good thing. So you might want to get whatever that is out your house. Are you scared? Are you afraid? Or are you being some some kind of way satisfied by this? Are you enjoying this? So there's a lot of things I want to know. But I would try that first. Try having your boyfriend stay over a few days. See if you still experience the same act. If you are, then I would try that. Maybe try to get a minister to come over, bless your house, or try to see if you can get someone that can that does exorcism and try to see if they can remove whatever is out, you know, get get it out of your house. And if that doesn't work, girlfriend, I'm gonna be honest with you, you might have to put that house up for sale and get something else because do you really want to experience that? Because you don't even know what this thing is. I don't know if you can see the image of it or you just feel something. But I will feel uncomfortable when I don't know what it is. You, you understand what I'm saying? So if I was you, try that. Try those things and see what happens. If that all fails, then it might be time for you to pack up and just get another dream house, okay? Because... That don't sound like Casper the Friendly Ghost. And we remember Casper the Friendly Ghost. He was a pleasant ghost. You know, he just wanted to be your friend. But this this ghost you talking about, this don't sound like Casper the Friendly Ghost. There's some freaky deaky stuff going on. And you don't know how far this might go. So I would recommend, if you can, try those things. But, woof, girlfriend, that is something. And, I, and then you need to ask your neighbors what do they know about the house? What's the history of this house? Are you the first owner or who was the last owner? What happened to the last owner? Is there some history about this house being hunted? So I would do some research, you know, do some homework on this house. Find out, you know, because a lot of times when people selling you a house, they don't tell you about if anything bad happened or stuff of that nature or what happened with the previous owner. So I would check on all of those things. And this way you can make a better decision what works best for you. Because I tell you this, if you tell your boyfriend what's going on, he going to think you crazy. I'm just going to keep it real, but you're going to be like, really? You, you what? You experienced what? <laughs> so please, whatever you do, don't share with him what's going on. Not yet anyway, you know. But wow, I, I, I wish you the best. I wish it was more advice that I can give you. But this is not my expertise at all. But I would definitely recommend the things first that I mentioned to you and see if that works. If it doesn't, 
that I would recommend that you might want to pack your bags and put that house up for sale and keep it moving, girlfriend, because you don't need that kind of drama in your life. Life is already challenging as it is. You don't need a ghost up there freaking on you and you don't know what this is. You don't know what this is about and what else could happen to you. So please be careful. Be very careful. But whew, that was a question, y'all. Whew. I, I I hope I gave us some good advice. I, I hope I did. That that was, but like I said, it was appropriate for the month of October. You know, I mean, and I'm not saying I don't believe her because, you know, some things happen in this in this life that we can't explain. So, I am not here to judge her at all. But I just say, please be careful, please. But that was a really good question. Ooh, that was a good question. All right, let me get this other question out. Okay, we still on the freeway of love. All right, so we're going to merge over now to our next lane. So let's look over our shoulders and be careful. And that's what you have to do in relationships. Sometimes you got to pay attention. Always keep your eyes open. Don't be so closed-minded that you don't see things that's red flags right in front of you. So look at all those things. You know, Watch what people say. Actions speak louder than words. If people keep telling you they're going to do this and do that and they never follow through, those are red flags. Or if you got a person that always want to take, take, take and never give, 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 those are also red flags. Because that could be somebody that's just trying to use you or they all about what you could provide for them and give to them. And a relationship shouldn't be like that. It should be a give and take, but you should always be a giver. You should always want to give more than to receive. So keep that in mind. All right, but we're moving on over. So pay attention. Watch those red flags. All right, so here we go. Now, here's the next question. And this was a very good question. Okay, here we go. This is another tough one. So he says here that this was a one-night stand that went wrong. He says, Dear Tough Tiff, that's me. I really enjoy your show and I really enjoy the advice that you give on Tell Tough Tiff All About It. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I hope you can help me. This is my situation. I had a one night stand that went wrong. Now, I have a nice young lady and I'm about to pop the question to her. So everything had been planned out. I told all her family and friends, but I didn't realize I didn't meet all her siblings. That's part of the problem. The one night stand that I had the night before her big engagement party, I met this young lady and she was bad. I met her online on one of the websites. So it was just supposed to be a one-night encounter, a secret encounter, and we were just going to enjoy each other, have some fun, pleasure each other, and keep it moving. We didn't ask no questions. I didn't ask where she was from, was she married, none of that. It was not that kind of situation. It was just a one-night stand, and that was it. So here we go. We're at the engagement party, and I'm about to propose to my lady. Everybody's there. Everybody's excited. And here I am, about to pop the question. 
And then all of a sudden, I see the one night stand. And I'm like, why is she here? And I'm saying to myself, I don't know her. I have never met her before. So I turned to my fiance, because she is my fiance now. I turned to her and I say, who is that? And she was like, oh, that's my stepsister. I'm like, are you serious? So she looking at me and I'm looking at her and I'm like, no, this can't be. But I went ahead and proposed to my lady and we are engaged and we're happy. But now the stepsister is coming to me and telling me, if I knew that you was my sister, man, I would have never done that with you. And now she talking about she feel guilty and she feel like she got to come clean and tell her sister what happened. I'm like, no, that was a one night stand. We don't need that because that's going to make her hurt. She's going to be hurt. She's going to be disappointed. And we just got engaged. That was a one night stand. Let's move on. But now she's telling me she don't feel right. She feel like she needs to tell the truth. I don't know what to do, Tough Tiff. I don't want to lose my girl over a one-night stand with her stepsister. What should I do? Whew. Wow. So a one-night stand that went wrong. Mm, mm, mm. So here you are. You meet this young lady. Y'all have a good time for one night. No questions asked. And then come to find out that this is your lady stepsister. So it don't matter what the title is. It don't matter if biological sister, stepsister, half-sister, god-sister. The point is, that's family. That's the whole point of that. And if she was at the party, that means somebody and the family invited her because they feel like she's the part of the family. So that stepsister doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because it says step. That's her sister. Now the issue is, you okay with moving on with your life and not worrying about talking about that. But it's the stepsister that you're going to have an issue with. Now, there's two things that can happen in this situation. Number one, you can talk to the stepsister and tell her what can happen if she tells her the truth. Now, sometimes when we tell our loved ones the truth, sometimes they would not believe what we say. And then that causes friction in our relationship. So you can tell her that. You could say, well, what if you come and tell her the truth of what happened? She might not believe you, and then that might cause friction between you and her. So that is one thing you could tell the stepsister. Number two, you could say, well, hey, we didn't know each other on that level. Because if I knew that you was her stepsister, it's no way I would have went through what we did. But you didn't know, and she didn't know. So how about... We just let that be. That was one night. We know it won't ever happen again. 
Let's move on with our lives. You see your sister's happy with me. I'm happy with her. Can we just move on? And then the third thing is, you got to ask her, is it all about just clearing her conscience or she just don't want her sister to be happy? You know, be honest with her because, you know, ladies, I'm telling you, we could be something else sometimes, you know, and even family sometimes can be jealous. Who to say she's not jealous that you went all out and gave her this big engagement party and now she see that her sister's going to get married soon. I don't know what her current situation is. I don't know what her status is. I don't know if she's in a relationship like you. Because like you said, y'all didn't ask no questions. Y'all did what y'all did and y'all went on with your lives. So who to say she might not be in a happy situation in a relationship? Maybe she, you know, feeling jealous. So, you know, when you talk to this stepsister, say, look, don't mess up a good thing. You know, I'm sorry that that happened. Like I said, I didn't know you on that level. You didn't know me. It was one night. Can we move on from that? Because right now, your sister is in a happy place. You know, you could even apologize to her, say, I'm sorry if if you might feel a certain kind of way or anything like that. But please, don't tell your sister. Now, if she just keeps on pushing the issue and saying, no, I'm going to tell her I don't feel right, I don't feel comfortable being around her, knowing that I've been intimate with you, then you know what? You're going to have to be honest. you rather for her to find out from you than from her stepsister. Because sometimes people can make it even more <laughs> more dramatic um, than the situation. You know, you don't know what she might say. She might flip it a little bit, switch it up, you know, turn things around. So if I was you, if it comes to that, if she just say, no, 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 I'm going to tell my sister, then you say, you know what, let me tell her. You would rather her find out from you than to find out from the stepsister. So if she just tell you she going to have to tell her, she just don't feel right keeping that secret, then you know what? You come to your fiancé. Because like you said, you engage now. And just come to her. Now, I'm not going to say she's not going to be hurt. You know, she might say she wants some space. She might even give you the ring back. Get prepared for that. But honesty is always the best policy. Sometimes it can be hurtful and painful, but you'd rather for her to find out from you if it comes down to that. Now, maybe after you talk to this young lady, maybe she might say, you know what, you're right. We didn't know each other on that level. Okay, I'll let it be. But if she just keep on saying, no, I got to tell her, I just don't feel right, then say, you know what, let me tell her. And then when you go to your lady, be honest. Say, hey, I had a moment. I had one moment of weakness. I'm sorry. I did a one-night stand, and I did it with your stepsister, but I didn't know at the time who she was. I didn't know she was your stepsister. I had no idea because we didn't ask each other any questions. We didn't talk about nothing. We just did what we did, and we went on with our lives. Now, she may question you, well, how you know you won't do this again? How can I trust you? So you're going to get ready for all of that. Be prepared for all of that. But honesty is always the best policy. So I would just put everything out on the table and say, I'm sorry. I won't ever do this again. This was just a one-night thing because I knew I was ready to 
to propose to you because now I'm ready to take our relationship to the next level. I want to only be committed to you. Can you please forgive me? I'm sorry, but I had no idea that the young lady that I had the one night with was going to be related to you. I had no idea. And she didn't know. We just saw each other here. And that's when we made the connection that she was your stepsister. And then take it from there. So like I said, it might be a fallout. She might tell you she might need space. She might give you the ring back. All of that. Be prepared for all of that. But see first if you can talk to the stepsister and get her to not say anything. But if she keeps pushing issue, then just tell her, let me tell her first. And, you know, I wish you the best. Hopefully you guys can get through it. You know, it might just be... Like I said, it might be a break in a relationship. So be prepared for that. But as long as you can prove to her from this point point forward and on that you will be faithful to her and that she knows that you are totally committed to her. This was just a one-night stand that went wrong. And no one's perfect. We understand that. No one's perfect. You know, people are going to make mistakes in a relationship. Not making excuses. You're owning up to what you did, but just let her know. I'm not perfect. I had a, I had one moment of weakness. It happened. But I promise that I will commit myself from this point on to only be faithful to you. And I think if you come to her that way, if you have to, I think you guys will be able to work it out. Because I'm quite sure she loves you because she wouldn't accept your ring if she didn't. So I think you guys can get through it. This is just a test of your relationship, okay? <laughs> and that happened in relationships. You, like I said, a relationship is like a roller coaster. You're going to have your twists and turns. You're going to have your highs and lows. You're going to have your ups and downs. You're going to go through things. No relationship is perfect. And if, any, if anybody say that they never had a problem or issue, they just don't know. <laughs> they just don't know. Their relationship is really in trouble if they don't see red flags if they never had an argument never had a disagreement never had a debate then something is already wrong because there's no such thing as a perfect relationship you're going to go through things because you have your own thoughts and feelings and emotions and ways about things in a relationship and sometimes you're going to bump heads about those things but as long as you can work through them, communicate and talk it out, you could get through anything for the most part. I'm not going to say everything, but for the most part, you can. All right. But good luck to you. Oh, my gosh. One night. I know you like out of all the women <laughs> I could have had that one night with. It would have to be her stepsister. That just shows how small the world really is. You know, we hear that all the time. It's a small world. That's why they say you have to be careful who you talk about or what you might say something negative to because you don't know who is related, who is connected. So this is a lesson to learn. So don't go out there no more having no more one night stands. Okay. (laughs) But that was a very good question. I'm, I'm quite sure Other people might have experienced that, too. I don't know if it was on a level like yours, a stepsister. But, you know, these things happen. It's part of life. Okay? That was a good question. All right. So we have one more question. 
And now we're going to slowly start easing our way to the right lane. Because like they say, you always have the right of way. But it's that left way <laughs> that you always have to get that signal, right? You got to put your signal on or you got to wait for the green light. And that's why when they say in a relationship, when it's going left, that's a red flag. Something is not right. Either somebody's not trusting, somebody's jealous, somebody's controlling. When it goes to the left, that's the stuff you got to watch out for. Don't make excuses for a person. Don't say, oh, things will get better. Or you'll say, oh, I can I can change them. First of all, you can't change anybody. A person has to make a decision that they want to act better, do better for the relationship. So never think you can change a man like you can't change a woman. A person got to want to change so that way they can be the better version of themselves in a relationship. And then this will make the relationship a healthier and meaningful relationship. So keep that in mind. So when you always go into the left with someone, that's a red flag. Remember, you always have the right of way. Okay. All right. So we're going to get over into the far right lane and let's take our time. Let's look on both sides because you got to pay attention. You don't want to hit nobody on your blind side. That's just like in a relationship. You got to pay attention at all times. Don't go in with just looking in one direction. You got to look to your left. You got to look to your right. You got to look behind you. You got to make sure that person got your back. Can you trust this person? So these are the kind of things that you got to think about. All right. Well, here is the final question of the day. (laughs) And this one was pretty interesting, uh, but... Like I said, I'm not here to judge anyone, okay? I'm just here to help you out. That's what Tough Tiff do. I'm here to help you out, for you to find your person. Well, this person says, my man has a foot fetish. When I say he loves my feet, he's obsessed with my feet. But I didn't know it when we first met. When we first met and we talked about the things we liked and things we enjoyed doing on an intimate level, on a sexual level, this never came up that he enjoyed feet. But you know what? At first it was cute, but now I'm a little concerned. I think something might be wrong with him and I don't know what to do. I've been trying to fall back a little bit in a relationship. I didn't want to completely let him go because he really is a nice guy. But this guy, when I say he's obsessed with my feet, he always want to kiss on my feet, suck my toes. As soon as I get around him, he's always taking my shoes off. It's just, it's out of control. And I don't know what to do. What should I do, Tough Tiff? My man is in love with my feet. <laughs> Woo, honey, this is a good one. Now, you know, when you think about the foot, you know, the foot is a masterpiece. It really is a work of art, you know, because, you know, when we think about our feet, we use it for a lot of things. You know, we use it to balance ourselves. We use it to have good posture. We know we use it so we can stay active, you know, and be healthy. 
But when you think about someone that loves your feet that much, I can understand why you're concerned. You know, it's okay if you want to kiss and suck on my toes. But if it's at the point where every time you see me, every few minutes you taking my shoes off and you, you got to suck on my toes and kiss my feet, that's a problem. And I'm not judging, but you're right. That is something to be concerned about. This might be more of a mental issue. This might be, you know, something from his childhood, some trauma that he might have went through. But every time he see you, he taking his your shoes off and sucking and kissing on your toes. It's like, okay, that's that's a lot. You know, like, I don't know if you had the opportunity to kind of talk to him about it. You know, let him know, hey, baby, you don't have to do it every time you see me and you got to mess with my feet. You maybe need to have that conversation. I don't know if you had that conversation with him. But if you haven't, it's time to have the talk. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to keep it real. You got to say, look, I appreciate that you like to kiss and suck on my toes. I love it, baby. But you don't have to do it all the time. Let him know. Slow down. Say, sometimes, baby, I don't want you touching my feet. I don't want you rubbing my feet, massaging my feet, kissing my feet, sucking my toe. Let him know, hey, sometimes, baby, my feet might be sweaty. You know, I, I hope he letting you, you know, get in the shower and, and wash your feet. I hope he just ain't pulling off your socks and pulling off your stockings and just sucking on toes. Because, you know, your feet, you know, got to make sure your feet clean. So I don't know how deep this is, but you definitely need to let him know your concerns. Say, hey, I appreciate the fact that you love my feet, but baby, you don't have to do this every time you see me. You got to suck on my toes and kiss my feet. So you got to let them know. Now, if this continue, then girlfriend, I'm going to have to let you know, you might want to, you know, kind of let them go because this might be more than about you. It may not, he might love your feet more than he love you. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know, this might be more of a serious issue. And so it, it could be a, more of an obsession. And so you gotta be careful with that, you know, and then that's, that's a sign, that's a red flag. That's definitely a sign of a red flag. Every time he see you, he got to be reaching for your feet. Mm-mm. So if I was you, I would talk to him. But, you know, be kind with your words. It's all the way how you present it. You know, you don't have to be nasty about it. You could just say, you know what, hey, baby, I really appreciate how you like to satisfy me and pleasure me. I'd really appreciate, you know, how you like to massage my feet. And, and you know, maybe he likes to take you to get pedicures and so he can make sure your toes are pretty, you know. But let him know, say, baby, I appreciate all of that. But I don't want you to do it all the time. Just be frank with him like that. Say you don't have to do it all the time. And then after you explain that, then listen to what he say. If he say, oh, baby, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was doing it that much. Because maybe he might not be aware. Or maybe he thinking this is something that you really enjoy doing. And that's maybe the reason he's doing it. Sometimes men do things where they say, hey, I think she, she likes that. So you got to talk up and let him know. I don't like it like that. And if he comes off like that and say, hey, baby, I didn't know, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll slow down or I'll stop or whatever the case may be, then perfect. Then y'all can move on and live happily ever after. He can continue to enjoy your feet, but just not as much. But if he come off and say, well, baby, I love your feet. I love your toes. I love kissing and sucking on your toes. I just can't help myself. Then say, baby, you got to help yourself because I don't like it that much. 
And if he continue to do it, then you know what you got to do, girlfriend. You just going to have to say, you know what? I really did like you, but I don't think this is going to work between me, you, and my feet. Because <laughs> right now, it sounds like he, he having a love affair with your feet. It sounds like he in love with your feet more than you, and that's going to be a problem. So see what happens. You know, after you talk to him, see what he does. If he continue on, then you know this is more bigger than than you. And you got to let this go because the guy got some deep issues that he need to work out. And you are not going to be part of that problem. (laughs) Let him go get him some help. Let him seek some help. And then after he get better and all that good stuff, if you want to resume back to getting to know him, that's on you. But if I was you, I will run and run as fast as I I can away from that. After you had that conversation and he continue still kissing and sucking on your toes like that, then you know what you got to do. You got to just let that go. Cut the ties, okay? (laughs) Cut the ties, girlfriend. Wow, I'm telling you, y'all come with some good questions from me. I thank you, thank you, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart that you even care about my advice. I really do. I really do appreciate it because like I say all the time, I'm no expert, but I do know a thing or two about this thing we call love. And I know love can be tricky. It can be challenging, but love can also be amazing. It can be awesome, especially when you're with the right person. So to all of you that listen to the show, thank you for your support. Continue to listen out for it. Tell Tough Tiff all about it. Continue to listen to Tiff the Truth and tune in every Monday to a brand new episode And I look forward to talking to you again next week. So enjoy your Monday. Enjoy your week. Be kind to one another. And don't forget to take care of your families and yourselves. And don't forget to smile because it looks good on you. I'm your girl, Tough Tiff. And I'll talk to you real soon. Let's get off the expressway of love. We have reached our destination. You can unbuckle now, but stay alert. Bye.